This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week Podcast. A strictly unbiased view on Sheffield Wednesday, the world's greatest football club. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name is Dan Fudge and there is five of us this evening. So uh, if we all start talking, just try and pick your favourite and listen to them ones. Uh, I've got Ash, Stevie, Cy and Ben tonight with me. We've got a couple of games to get through. We've got transfer window deadline day. When, do you remember when that used to be a thing? And uh, apparently it's all of a sudden come back again. So uh, after a brief hiatus, people are now buying and selling clubs on the last day of January. Uh, however, the first game we need to get through, lads, we played on Saturday. I'd have said it was a uh, a big old uh, big old six pointer, Stevie. Would you agree? Um, yeah, if you look at it in terms of team position, we needed a reaction after the the, the previous couple of games. I, 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 I thought it was a, a really big game um, on Saturday. Uh, obviously, we went down to their place earlier in the season, and it was that game that, um, in many cases, was a little bit of a a sort of a, a, a nadir, if you like, in the sense that Peacock Farrell um, dropped the, the the mistake of the season, um, and you you can potentially point to that to be one of the the reasons that we uh, have gone on that sort of awkward sort of run of draws and drop points in the last minute and that negative feel towards things. Um, I think it was a big game. I think um, there was there was a a need. Um, I, I, I'll probably say, to be honest with you, it was a must win game, um, having not got anything out of the previous two and having had time off um and having had to wait for um you know the, the to get back into Hillsborough and, and what have you it was a massive game when you think about it um and I think we've done all right I think we played really really well um I don't think the possession was a reflection on um the way that we controlled and dominated the game I thought we were the better side throughout and it was actually at half time looking up you know the the, the first thing you do or we do we, we want to get feedback when we're going for the, you know, half-time, we get on the concourse, we, we get our pints, we get our pies, whatever. Um, what do you think of the first half, lads? Um, we'll all say we were all right. Ben will say we were class. Ash will say we were shit. And, um, you know, we're, we're, Vic will disagree with everybody. So, <laughs> um, I, I, I did. I thought, we, I, I thought we were good. I was surprised to see how much of the ball they had in the first half. I really was. Um, but, yeah, I think over the course of 90 minutes, we were, we were good value for three points. Oh, I don't know, Steve. I think you were, uh, you know, we got the result we wanted. You know, I'll, I'll take that away. But Simon, come on, man. It weren't pretty to watch at times, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because we, it's funny because we, we, um, we completely, everybody, I disagreed with everybody after the game um, with who was best favourite players, good players, etc., etc. We, um, Midfield, I thought personally they dominated, but 
it was off and puff for them with no great sort of end product. Um, the three centre backs did their job, um, and we took the chance. Um, you look at statistics; they had no shots on target, so you know we had four. So that sums it up. You know they got to, they got to our defence. We not we we snuffed them out, and, and, and that was it. Um, it wasn't the most exciting game. If you go back two games to, to the uh, Plymouth game, that was a far more exciting game. And the first half of the Oxford game was, but we did a job. They were a team on the ascendancy. Um, we're a team we don't know who's going to turn up. And, and we got we got three points out of it. So, you know what, mate? We can play fantastic. We can play poor. If we get three points out of it, I'm happy at the moment because we need to keep with that pack. Yeah, it's uh, it's well documented on this show over the years that James Marriott and I used to have some proper tear-ups about entertainment factor factor against the uh, against the actual final result itself because he used to say and I must admit as I've got older I agree with him that it, what does it matter how we've won you know what I mean because I used to get really frustrated with Carlos back in the day that we had these big exciting players and sometimes we'd try and rest on our laurels on a one nil lead and it used to really wind me up but there was an element of that wasn't there Ash that, that we kind of went you know we got in front and then we just kind of went you know come on then what you got yeah, I think that happens quite a lot for me. You know, there's always that we've got the first goal and then we tend to sit back a bit, stand off, stand off them and let them, let them on and we'll come to it. But I thought that happened in the second half against um, Morecambe. Um, but no, I, I, I disagree with what Stevie said about me. I'm not always negative. I thought it wasn't obviously the best game, but... Possession-wise, obviously, they, they, they hammered us, but it's what you do with possession, isn't it? And if you say you've got the shots, uh, I mean, we had 11 shots, four on target, uh, and they blocked seven. So it just it just shows that we were actually in the ascendancy. We were trying to push it. Um, uh, I, I agree with Simon on a bit. I thought our midfield, uh, as much as I, you know, I love the, our midfield, um, polar opposites of, Luongo, I think, is uh, is one of the best players in the league, and Bannon can get in the bin. Um, <laughs> we'll get to more coming a bit, pal. But um, but and I thought their midfield, I thought at times they 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 bossed us a bit, and I, I didn't like that as much as. And it shows you the possession, obviously, in the middle of the park, but they didn't do anything with it. So you, you can sit there and let them have as much as as you want, uh, and and play as fancy or or as possession-wise as you want, but if they don't do anything with it, it's, it's all good, isn't it? I think the difference I think, was... I, I, sorry, I, was just, I, I, th I think that's my point. I, I, I sat on Saturday, and even though they, they had 10 shots on target or whatever it was, I never really felt that we were going to concede. You know, they, they, we, we surrendered possession. Um, I, I, I don't feel... I, I thought we defended better than they attacked. I think, I think, I think, that's, think, I think that's the I think, thing. I think if it had been the same defence that we'd had at Oxford and probably when we played Plymouth as well, it would have been a different result. I think that the way he set us up um, and with the, the three well, three centre-backs that we could play on, um, that made the difference, that we they nullified any sort of attacking threat, which was great. Um, it was a little bit... It was a strange game, I thought, it, the, the, because they did sort of run through midfield and then it just stopped and they had nothing. You know, and then when we broke, you know, we were very good at attacking, but again, didn't put them to the sword. So it was a very strange sort of game. 
But I go back to what I said before. We got three points out of it. They were a team who were 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 in form, and and we we put them to the sword and kept them away, and 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 that was it. Game over. Went home. It, three points. Do you think the early goal probably just got up after six minutes, weren't it? Old old Johnson. Um, good goal. It was a, it was a great goal. Uh, right. do you think that that'll just obviously knocked him off, didn't it? So I think I think the uh, the goal came from Windus working hard. Um, there was there was a bit where he he kind of I think he lost possession, then went back and got it, and then put a pass in, which then put the cross in, which then I don't think he got an assist out of it, but I think he was instrumental in that goal. Uh, but like but like Ben, like what the lads are saying, you know, we've got Hutchinson having a bit of a running the team now because we know he's made a Lego um, story and Dean starting there now. You know, clearly, Harley Dean is a is is a player far beyond this this level of football. We saw that on the day, and and obviously we'll get to his injury coming up. But tell me about Story. I mean, you know, he looked he looked quite classy to me. He looked like he knew what he was doing. I think as a back three, they really complement each other. Um, Hutchinson can do a bit of everything for me. Dean's that enforcer and leader, and that's going to order people about. And I think Story's more of a ball playing centre half. Um, I don't think he's necessarily shown all that so far. I just didn't get a couple of games that he's played in, but I think he, he's looked steady um, defensively and with the ball at his feet, something that we haven't really got with with Dunkley. Obviously, we, we mentioned it before the Ipswich game, it'd be unlucky for Palmer for him to be dropped, but I think despite him not really doing anything wrong, I think it has been the right decision in hindsight to, to put Story in there and yeah, just on the actual game, like, because more inclined to agree with Steve because I don't think we sat back. I don't think it was a case of sitting back from sixty minutes onwards. I think we went with a like a clear a clear game plan that we were going to do that from minute one because I think we did. We we were confident that they were going to have all the ball, which they did, and at times they played some good stuff. It's uh, is it Kieran McKenna that's coming from Man United and. They played a lot of good football, but we're all in in their own third and middle third. As we said, we they, they never never threatened um, beyond that. So I think that were yeah, it might not be the greatest th- thing to watch, but we seem to be confident that, that we're going to get as a result every day of the week against them, and and that proves to be a bit cursed. I think I think we did our job like we were supposed to do. Now, Steve. You know, like like Ben says, I think it was only a decision that was the benefit of retrospect, which made Palmer's drop in. A uh, you know the the right call to make you know what I mean I again it, at the time I think we all probably thought Christ that's a bit harsh on the kid I said kid he's nearly thirty but you know what I mean like yeah my boy then, my boy your boy your boy you <laughs> must have been a slip of a lad um but there was a uh, there was another player I wanted to talk to you about actually um because again like I say I, I agree with Ben about about Palmer's dropping it, it transpired to be the correct decision but it's Delhi Bashiru. Um, obviously, we'll get on to Morecambe, but I, I didn't feel like he set the world on fire. Like Simon says, there was a point where they were tearing through midfield, and despite Luongo's best efforts, because you know we know that Ballon pushes forward when when Luongo is in the team. Uh, where, where, what is Delhi's role in this in the middle of this park? I can't I can't seem to work out. Is he the enforcer? Is it a box to box? Is he a midfielder? Is he you know what I mean? What a ball winner? What what? I, I don't think when he's on the pitch with Luongo and Bannon does he actually really know what he's doing hmm, I don't I think the, the as, as, a, as a midfield three I think 
obviously Luongo is is the 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 the, the one who's going to sit a little bit deeper, isn't he? He's the one that's when it's working and when it's clicking, he's the one that's going to go and let Bannon, when Bannon's playing well, despite what Ash has said about him getting in the bin. Um, when Bannon plays, he's, he, he's at his merits. Luongo in there complimenting. I think the bigger picture is Deli Bashiru's had a lot of time where he hasn't played. He, he, he's coming, he's effectively sat on the bench. I think we've seen fits and starts. And when he's playing well, I like what I see of him. But it's gone from being sort of workmanlike and when we were digging in for results he was he was he was showing flashes when others weren't necessarily doing so around him mm-hmm. and I think it's it's almost that situation where Luongo's coming and I, I thought Bannon played quite well on Saturday and to, to be honest with you we, and we've had this conversation off, off, off the pod stop pulling that face Ash um, Deli Bashir who seems to be plateauing he's, he's doing that and when others around him are doing well he kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit. Is it because um, the two players next to him, I mean, we, you know, Bannon's, Bannon's work with the ball at his feet is sublime. You know, that that's not up for discussion. And Luongo is, you know, worth a lot better in, than this league is in. So do you reckon it kind of highlights Deli Bashiro as just not being as good as them pair? Like, is, is that what it makes it look? Is that how it seems? I mean, don't get me wrong. You get those you get those things that aren't caught by camera that you only see when you see it live of the movement and the passing and the and the ones and twos. Is it because the other two are good, which makes him look a bit gash? I think that's quite possibly the case, to be honest with you. I thought, you, you know, that nobody's going to argue at the minute on form that Luongo is the best midfielder at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, he's the most influential. He's the one that's that's making a difference. Um, he he is the he's like a new signing, isn't he? Um, and he, he, since he's come back, he's been absolutely phenomenal. He's on another level. Um, I think Bannon. When you see Bannon, the influence that Bannon ha- has on the game, he's the one that's going to influence things a little bit more. When Luan goes sitting a little bit deeper and driving forwards, and when Bannon is getting on the ball and making things happen, the little sort of two-yard bounce passes, the one-twos, the flicks that when they do come off, when they do come off, they look great. Um, Deli Bashiru, I called him out for the, I think it was the winning goal against Oxford. Um, I think he pulled up before uh, Oxford. Uh, Cambridge. Cambridge, forgive me, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good, though. Yeah, um, pulled away. and I, No, sorry, uh, Ash. The goal that we conceded. Was it the equaliser? Forgive me. Yeah. Um, there was a challenge about 30 yards out where he could have gone in there and just taken the lot. Oh, yeah. Probably. And yeah, for me, yeah, for me, yeah. for me, Deli Bashiru is in the in the team to do that. And when he's not doing that and he's not making mm-hmm. those box-to-box runs or the, the middle third runs and breaking things up and getting forwards and advancing beyond those midfielders, he doesn't look as effective as when he does do it. And over the last two, three games, he hasn't done that. I think he's a very good player. I think there's a place for him in the squad. Um, my, my, I think the bigger issue that we've got although it might have been solved with a certain player's performance on Tuesday night and an injury, is that when Deli Bashiru doesn't play, who does play? Mm-hmm. I, I, the, the thing with Deli Bashiru for me, <clears throat> I feel like I want to wind him up and get him going a bit more. Is it, <laughs> I'd, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree when with he, that. When he picks when he the ball up and gets, starts running. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't agree with he, that. He, yeah. he gets, once he gets ball on half turn and yeah. sizes somebody up and knock, knocks it down the side of him, he's not going to knock him off at ball once he gets yeah. in full stride. But he does that once or twice every two or three games. He, he's got it in him to do it five or six times a game. He just doesn't seem to have confidence to do it. You just want to wind him up a bit more. So, at, at, the, at the Oxford game in the second half, he was actually, I thought, our best player. 
I thought he he was the best player in the in the second half doing that, but he's not enforcing as Steve said. He pulled out a number of tackles I thought on on that Saturday and also yesterday up until the point he got injured. Uh, There's when, an irony there that the, the one challenge that he didn't pull out, he, yeah, got he got smashed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that guy actually went in for afters, didn't he? The the guy who actually tackled him, he, yeah. he left a, he left a foot in there. He Absolutely, left a foot in there, and he'd done that a couple of times. Yeah, he did. I mean, well, you know, that's that's what you get from being a shit kicker in this league. I mean, you've yeah. got to get a bit physical, aren't you? You know what yeah. I mean? You can't you can't tap it round everybody and think you're going to go straight back up. Look at Sunderland. So yeah. um, let's let's move on to Morecambe because we've alluded to a few things as uh, before we go. So Ash, I'm going to I'm going to give you five minutes to, and I'm going to give you two players' names on their performance against Morecambe. Uh, one's your mate Barry Bannon, and the other one is Florian Camberry. <laughs> How do you think they five, played? Five minutes. <laughs> is, that, is that all I've got? <laughs> is that all I've got? I, I know that it's like it, it's a um, it's a, you can't, you can't, it's a you cardinal can't. sin to slag yeah. off Barry Bannon. I get that. I get that. But I uh, I owe it to uh, I don't know if you remember early part of the season we had a, a mate of mine called Stokey come on. And um, and he's in hospital at the minute, and uh, and he was texting me his seven eight long diatribes, and uh, and it's usually always about Barry Bannon. So Ash, I'm going to give you the opportunity because <laughs> he actually did stink the joint up. So uh, go team. <laughs> no, and I, well, I don't know. I just well, just uh, to, to all the I can't, and I'm rubbish at remembering goals and who scored and games and stuff. But when was the last time he actually influenced a game? Oh, God. He, was, he, did, he did lay the ball off to Byers to have the show. He passed sideways to somebody to shoot. Come on, give over. No, I meant actually grabbed hold of a game and influenced it. In the, they um, are, like, but, they but, are like one in ten, don't get me wrong. The one where he yeah, is in yeah. absolute charge. But I think he's a better player when he's got Luongo next to him because he makes him push forward. And I, and I you know, I'll, 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 I'll die on that soapbox. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, but for the last, uh, what is it, the last three games, Oxford, Ipswich and Morecambe, uh, uh, he scored against Oxford. Um, a great great goal, I'll always, I'll say that, he took it well, but he didn't do much else after. And some of the passes that he tries and does, and I, I know everyone said you've got to try him to, for him to pull off, but there's a time and a place and a couple of, more, I think it was Morecambe and Ipswich, he passed it five yards, he went straight out for a throw in. <laughs> I, 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 I know everyone, everyone has the, the bad games, and no, I'm I'm not. And and I tell you I, what, I, I tell you what. So, like you know, Barry Bannon is a is a figure that sometimes divides Sheffield Wednesday fans. It, you know, there's no denying his talent. There's no denying yeah, uh, yeah, no, sometimes that he, he he could have a negative effect with his desire to win, and, and you know, we, and his positional centre. There's all that debate, but I don't think there's any real debate at all against Morecambe that he just absolutely didn't have a good game at all. What he tried right. didn't come off. You know what I mean? Is Am, am I right in thinking that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I I, I can see that, yes, he, he had an assist. And I think anyone could have just passed it that sideways to George Byers and he was cracking it more. I'd rather give Byers all the plaudits and not have an assist on there than just passing <laughs> it. To get an assist for passing it sideways is... is it's quite poetic for Bannon, isn't it? But I think, I think, uh, but I think for Canberra, the other one, like, and I am going to get slaughtered. You think I'm bad here about Bannon, but I'm going to get slaughtered for this. I don't mind Canberra. Right. 
Right. Well, well, I'll, put my, Sorry, I'll, let, I'll, I'll right. say I'll say an eye on that as well. Let me just let me just write some notes on this. Hang on. Ash says that Barry Barry can get in the bin. However, Florian I said, Barry, no, I, I like know. him. I said, me. No, I said I don't mind him. I don't I'm mind sorry. him. Sorry, hang on. He, he don't mind him. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind him. He, don't mind him. Can, can Barry. I, I, I'm still, I'm still waiting for all you lot. Anyway, at the end of the season, to uh, give me uh, uh, props for saying Greg and it will not get 20 goals, where everyone goes, he's at 20 goals. He, it, it, it were 15. <laughs> he's not even going to get that, is it? He will. He'll get fifteen if How he come, if he if he get back fit, Sharpie. Right, How many has right. he scored? How many has he scored? Nine. 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 Okay. Ash, Ash, so, go, so, off. go on, Dan. What? Can, can I? Let me ask a question then. Um, I am just can, here for the jokes, aren't I? That's why you got <laughs> me on this. Canberra's performance the other night. Ball at his feet. Ball at his feet. Opportunity to get a shot up on goal. Where? Slating Bannon for bouncing a ball that people haven't reacted to and it's gone out of play. And because of that, he's shit. And he set a goal up, it was only a five-yard pass. I'm not being funny. Canberry had two clean strikes at the ball, did two three sixes and nearly fell on his arse. That is not honestly, how can you possibly say that Canberry's doing all right and Bannon can didn't get say, did, I, didn't, did, I didn't say we're doing all right. I said I don't mind it. Hey, listen, let I me check back on the notes, Ash, because I'm right. pretty sure we were... <laughs> I, did I, I didn't say we're doing I all think, right. I said I don't mind it. I, I don't mind him as well. But he was... The sitters he missed on Wednesday were inexcusable. Right, I, thought, tell you what. I thought he had a really good game Saturday. But, but he'd been out. he's been out for, what, a month, two months? And that showed on Wednesday. He looked. He he, he was poor. I tell you, listen, Ben's going to explode now because we on, accused ben. him of being the positive one not five minutes ago. Go on, Ben. Tell tell us all about FK. He he works hard, doesn't he? That's <laughs> yeah. he I was hard. in splinters on your ass. No, 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 no. Because that is it. He works hard. He he he, he can't hold ball up to save his life, can he? He, he doesn't seem to know where ball's going to land. You know he. he you're clipping a ball into him, where you know you just bring it down on you, you, you chat it. Things that aren't that difficult, and like Stevie says, he, he very rarely seems to have control at ball. And he, there's some things he does that are all right. He can't seem to stay on side to stay to save his life either. He seemed to think that goal that he were on side, and he, he were good three or four yards offside. Um, I don't, I don't despise him, but he. I worry, especially we we'll get onto injuries. Windass's injury it leaves us a bit. Right. Okay. Sure. Canberra or Berahino? Canberra, but that's oh, that's, God, that's a bit hard. Even yeah, 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 that's that's harsh. That is that like Hitler or Mussolini? Yeah, <laughs> who would you rather have shot your nanny, your mum? You know what I mean? Like, I, I tell you what. Right, listen. <laughs> Sophie's choice on that one. I tell you. I tell you what. I will say though. I'd take Canberra for Pato, even that. In this league, Atiyu you would have scored a fucking shit. So. Oh, darling, he'd have been bloody brilliant. Yeah, I was going to say that. for the start. Going back to old players, that's all they do, isn't it? Look who's yeah, yeah, yeah. look how they, good well, this old player. Jordan Rhodes scored last night, didn't say what is it? Yeah. His first, first goal, you know, they're all going mad. Yeah, and yeah. His first goal he scored for them. Yeah, do you, remember, do you remember when he scored an hat trick against Forest and we thought, aye, aye, <laughs> he's back, and then we never saw him again. 
But, but you're right. You're, imagine Atenuiu in. Oh, he'd have been bloody brilliant. All Matt, the football that this league plays, he'd have been bloody brilliant. Atenuiu a few years ago. Bear in mind, the guy didn't score in the Cypriot League, did he? So I don't. Three, think three, two years ago, it's still it's still bit, one of the better strikers in this division. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you edit that one in there. So it'd be All a right. partnership of Gregory and you up front. Oh, no, no, no. But it, Gregory it, it, and Windus. It'd be better. It'd be better than what we're looking at for uh, for Wigan and Rotherham games now. <laughs> right, yeah. listen, Simon. Okay, so I'm going to come to you on this one. Right, I want you to talk to me about two players again. Uh, Byers. Yeah. And uh, Hutchins. Uh, right, oh, so I'll start with, I'll start with you. I'll get with... a great pair. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's what my company call aces in places. You know what I mean? You have to have the right people slagging off the right people and the right players speaking thought, highly of the others. I thought Byers was superb. And he, he was it because Bannon was playing poorly that he showed Bannon up with the passes? He, he, he really did play. I thought he had a great game. He had a great game. Obviously, we've rested Luongo, which I think was the right move because I thought he looked tired on Saturday. Not to his best. Still a brilliant player, but not to his, not the best we've seen him on Saturday. But um, we've obviously rested him because the number of games we've got coming up. And I thought Byers slotted in really, really well. I thought it was very good. His goal was superb. Mm. Um, he broke up play. He, his passing was superb. Again, you know, Bannon was misfiring, so probably he looked... You know, better in that respect. So I thought he had a great game. And Hutchinson, what do you say about Hutchinson? Well, I tell you what, let's let's put a pin right now into the yeah. two clearances off the line. Yeah. Just his general play. I Just thought his he was of the sublime. Game. You, you remember when um, it got to a point with uh, oh Glenn Leuvens? So Glenn Leuvens got out of a lot of problems towards the end of his career was the fact he could read the game game so well. And it wasn't until, you know, towards the end in the championship, he got found out because he didn't, his legs had gone. Um, and this is, th- in this league, because he can read the game so well, he's actually, before the strikers even thought, I need to run for that ball, Hutch is already there and clearing the ball out. And the position is really suiting him because he, I don't think he's been yellow carded yet since he's been I, in that I position. Think, yeah, he got one on Tuesday for legging that keeper up, weren't it? We're in. Yeah, he did. He got one. Right, he did. Right, okay. Late, late on. But, but I, I stand late, corrected. Yeah, late on. Yeah. I stand corrected, but absolutely immense at the back. I think that's always, I think that's always been the case, though, with mm. the centre-half. Even back in 2015, <laughs> he always looked steadier, less likely to get booked or sent off, and less likely and, to get at centre-half. I, I think, I agree. I think the position suits him in regards to his injury record. Yeah, I, really I, do, I, I agree. I, yeah, I think that 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 because he's not covering as much grass as he would do in midfield, he's less likely to have the the muscle injuries and the knee injuries that he's that he's, he's prone to because of his degenerative knee, knee syndrome he's got. You know, he um, go, he, and he doesn't go charging about trying no. to make knuckles that aren't there either. No, no. I was going to say that Ben. I think there was uh, an incident on Tuesday and one on Saturday where the ball came over. He's covering and the play, their players going for it. You're thinking. He's gonna get him. He's gonna go straight through him, and he does. He doesn't. He just steps he in front of him, yeah, gets the ball, the and, and then yeah. plays it down the line or plays yeah. it out. Whereas yeah. before, you'd have thought he's gonna go straight yeah. through him, yeah. get a yellow card, or get injured. Um, I mean, um, for me, for me, um, and this is not derogatory for Barrett Bannon. Um, 
I think he should be captain while he's playing. Personally, I think he should have the, the That's captain's That's a discussion, vote. isn't it? Oh, so, I'm going to call really this episode do. Barry Bannon's slander. I'm gonna... no, 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 no. I just don't think being the captain suits Bannon because I don't think he is the sort of person to, to motivate the team. I'm going to tweet um, that one out. I'm going to put that as a... Uh, oh, you're going to put it as a question? Later, yeah, yeah. And, and also as well, because... <laughs> Who should Bannon's... be captain? Barry Bannon, Sam Richardson, bread kick. <laughs> die Hard is a Christmas movie Yeah, Die Hard is a Christmas movie Put, put that in Now, Steve, listen um, A couple of years ago Or maybe last year, I can't remember now I got really excited about signing An absolute darling of mine in my own head Because, you know, you and I in Sunday League levels Have played centre-back So you start noticing things And we signed Aidan Flint And I was like, this bloke This is the guy This is the geezer Look at this And then he got injured And then we had to send him back uh, And then a couple of weeks ago, I got really excited that we signed Harley Dean. I was like, I like him. No nonsense. Big old centre back. Um, oh God, have we signed another Aiden Flint, Steve? Um, it was the it was the uh, the tweets that went out after Tuesday night, wasn't it? Where he sat in his press conference, he says, "I've, I've never had a soft tissue <laughs> yeah, in yeah. my life," and he lasted what a game and six minutes. minutes. Ironically, yeah, it was the same amount absolutely. of time he lasted in the second game. Uh, than it did to take Marvin Johnson to score in the last game. <laughs> so that's nice, isn't it? A bit of a stat. I'd, I'd like to think not, or I'd hope not. I think just on the back three, um, I thought they were, we've, we've talked about Ipswich, I thought all in all they were solid on Saturday against Ipswich. Um, I thought, to be fair, we've not actually talked about how poor Morecambe were. I thought Morecambe were probably the worst side I've seen at Hillsborough this year. Um their fella, the, is it Robinson, come out the other night and said um, we, we've absolutely mauled him. He was watching a he was watching a different game to me, one hundred percent. Because at times there are certain players, that, and there is a player that we've not mentioned yet that I'd like to. Um, Go on, Steve, mention away, pal. Go on, get him in. Uh, well, two Nathaniel Mendes Lang. Yeah, my good, my goodness, me is on a different planet in at this level. When we play teams again like that, it's like putting. It's like putting the the the, the top end Meadowall Sunday League player against your school team year sevens. It was embarrassing the way that he tore them. What a weird team. reference that yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> that one out of somewhere, didn't you, Steve? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, top I just, end Meadow League, yeah. Oh, that old chestnut. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> he, he, he was just he was that good. And the other player, I know, I know you've asked me to, to mention Dean. The other player for me who has been derided at times this season, but over the last sort of three four weeks. Has, has, has clearly proven that he's a player that's a cut above at this level. He's Marvin Johnson. Um, the, the the way that he's playing at the minute at that le- he's, he's made that left wing back position. Well, his let, own, let's I think. be honest, right? And just like Bannon did against uh, against Morecambe, Johnson did stink the house up against uh, was it Oxford? Um, you know, we we were on this show singing his praises, weren't we? About how much he's got back in the uh, got back in the side and well done to him and all the rest of it. And then he went on to yeah. uh, to absolutely drop quite the balls. And then the last couple of games, he's still been great. Uh, you know, he's managed to get back to where he was. I mean, is it too early to write it off as a blip? No, I don't think so. I think the, the, the difference, uh, mate, is that obviously I've, he's gone in and he's done a job at centre-half. And, he, he, you know, it's been, I think we mentioned it last week. We're, after the Oxford game, you've realised that he can do a job against people that aren't going to hurt him. Mm-hmm. And he looks good as a centre-half against people that aren't going to worry him and aren't going to bother him. When you put him up against somebody who's going to, was it Matty Taylor who was going to be in and around him? He was a, you know, somebody who's going to be physical against him in the air, anywhere from six to eight yards out. He's going to get absolutely mauled. He's not a centre half, but we put him out there. 
what he is is a player that can pick a pass he can receive he's comfortable on the ball he can link play from the back three to the through the middle three and to the front two uh, the finish against dips which was outstanding the disallowed finish against Morecambe the other night was even better, even better ridiculous yeah, yeah, it was, he was absolutely fantastic yeah. he's in he's around he's busy he strikes me yeah. as being somebody who's now in a position that he wants to make his own uh, I think the two of those uh, of, of those two players if they can set up some sort of relationship or you know a, a, a polarizing relationship whatever you'd say either side at wing back I think we've got some some real threats on either side of that that, that sort of back five or mm. middle five if you want to if you want to call it that um, back to in, in terms of Dean I'd like to think that it'll be all right I think if I'm honest I think it whether or not I agree that it was the right decision to drop Palmer, you can't argue with a clean sheet on Saturday. You can't argue with a clean sheet last night, uh, even though Dean pulled up. I think the bigger issue now is that Palmer came on, and I thought Palmer showed on Tuesday that he cannot play left of a back three. Yeah. I think he, I, I, I think he really struggled on the left hand side of a back three. Are you slagging off? Lee, are you slagging off Liam Palmer, Steve? Steve, I'm not yeah. slagging. There, there, there were one incident where he lost the ball and it was absolutely dreadful, but he did track back about he forty did. yards and, and, and made up for it, which was yeah. fair play. Um, and there was yeah, a, I agree, Steve. He, he didn't the, have his best. It was no, he didn't. You and can't they, say they, that they, very often this season, though, either. No, so, there, there was another one. I think that there was one where. The ball's gone over and he's either misplaced a pass and or he, he, he's been stripped to the ball on the halfway line. And the, the the lad's gone through, I can't remember which one of their players it was, but Hutch has done 30, 40 yards and clear, got him out of the shit on the left-hand side and cleared the ball down the line. Uh, Hutch was outstanding again the other night. Um, I thought Palmer, he doesn't look as comfortable on the left of a back three than he does on the right. And I know that he can play left back and right back, but obviously they're right very the different right. position. Yeah, they're, they're different positions. If we've got story and story saying, I'm going to play on the right of a back three, I think Palmer's got a problem because yeah. I think Mendes Lang, I think Johnson, and I also think, to be fair, at, at right wing back, Jack Hunt is quite unlucky yeah. at the minute to, to be yeah. missing out because he's not done a great deal longer over the last month or so. No. No. Tell you what, John Pearson and Rob O'Neill absolutely saying Jack Hunt. The abs- they, they can't just say Hunt. They can't say it. it's. It's like they made a deal between themselves <laughs> to say, "Listen, if you just say Hunt, you're leaving yourself up for, for being, uh, you know what I mean? You're leaving yourself wide open, lad. So let's just say Jack Cunt every time. You're like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're doing it wrong. But listen, look, before before we move on from the from the Morgan game, I uh, I really want to kind of drill home. Like, all right, look, you know, we've we've we've, we've teased him that he's uh, he's not the fizziest drink in the fridge, but. Um, but Windass, Josh, Josh Windass, I think, has since he's come back to the team, I think he's been a a, a bit of a revelation. There's now there's now some excitement there. There's now a there's now a, a you know a, a drive to 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 break it down. And like I said, you know that Ipswich game, I think that goal came from him. I think he you know the the graft he put in is always a threat. Uh, I think he had a couple. He had an edit in he on the, on Tuesday. He had you know I, I I think he's one of the better players in this league. If I'm honest. I uh, I agree with that. I oh, just yeah, I, I think on Tuesday he didn't have his best game. Um, uh, I think he uh, played well on Tuesday, to be honest. I think he did all right, but I'm worried about yeah, getting yeah. injured. If I'm honest, because I, I feel that there's going to be a lack of excitement in that t- in that team now. It, 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 a lack of a lack of quality, quality up front. Are we now against Wigan and Rotherham? Yeah. You, without Gregory and Windass, you're looking at. Can Berry, Sal, Berry, you know, yeah. don't look great, does it? Really? 
the thing, the thing, the thing is with Josh is that he 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 adds a different aspect. You don't actually know what he's going to do up front. Um, there are times where you think, oh, he's a little bit greedy here. He should have laid the off yeah, rather than having a did shot. Did that a few times on Tuesday. Yeah, and he and I think he did that. He did that when when he first came on. I can't remember who it was against, uh, and then he scored. Was was that the Plymouth game? Anyway, but then he he scored, and and, and you know all is forgiven, sort of thing. So, but because he is of that nature where he's unpredictable, that's what we're going to miss because yeah. centre backs, left backs, right backs don't know what he's going to do. You know, he'll do a deft layoff and then, like you say, you know, take a take a defender with him and let somebody else get the space, or he'll run at somebody and have a shot. Um, well, any idea how long he's going to be out for? I don't think we know yet. He did uh, he did pop out a tweet saying, "Hope it's not too bad." I don't think we've had an update at the time of recording. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, something's just caught my eye in the background there, lads, and uh, it's. Uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang uh, signing for Barcelona in the background there. I know it's not Wednesday related, but I've got a good gag here. And um, <laughs> and you could say that the biggest comeback of the year has got to be Aubameyang's hairline. Have you seen that on that? Wow, where's that from? What spray is he using? I want to get some of that for me crown. Any road, <laughs> let's. It weren't that good a gag, were it? Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Right, so transfer deadline day. It's the day that everybody gets excited uh, for no reason. Uh, Ash, you're not you're not sold on the furore, are you? No, not not. Well, I like transfer deadline and transfer windows and stuff, but I just I just don't do all the bollocks of uh, Sky Sports and all that crap. Uh, Honestly, I I, I, I just what, don't do. It. I just I just go to bed, normal day, and I wake up in the morning, just switch on, go who's moved where. Yeah, all right, cool. That's it. I, I'm not. I'm not one of those that sit there at Sky Sports every five minutes. You get the same. And uh, oh, that was great. Someone tweeted that those two. I don't know even know the names on Sky Sports. John Mission Cave. I have not got a clue. But oh my god, someone. He was on his phone. One of them and someone tweeted, "Yes, mum, I'll be home. Do you want anything from the Curry House or something like that?" Yeah, that. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. But now I'm not yeah. one for that. Um, Sheffield Wednesday did did business early as as they could, didn't they? And uh, yeah. Not too shabby, really. Again, I don't think. Obviously, it's no, not looking <laughs> not, not, not not looking good on the old medical front, is it? So but out of three, just, three, we've got one. Just just a quick one. I learned something this week uh, that a medical is not actually a medical. I didn't know that. A oh, medical right. is actually a, a club's liability against the player, so they weigh up the liability that the player is. Hmm. So it's not actually running on treadmills and, and doing all that. They, they grade them on a point system of what the liability is of signing them. It's good, though, isn't it? I and suppose. That's come, I thought... that's come, and I'll, I'll credit uh, the, the Ben Foster's uh, podcast there. That's what he, he said on that. But there you go. <laughs> I'll tell you what, once I saw a tweet there that said cycling goalkeeper Ben Foster is out for three weeks or so. And I went, where does the word cycling fit in, <laughs> fit into that sentence? Yeah, Turns yeah. out that's the name of his podcast and or YouTube channel or some shit. Yeah. Um, so, Ben, I mean, what do you reckon? I mean, decent window for us, decent signings. I mean, we saw Adion... Adion... Um, go the other way after it's not really worked out at Sheffield Wednesday. I don't wish him any ill health. I mean, what, what about yourself? Um, no, I don't think we'll miss him. Go to Accrington, he might do all right. But, yeah, we're not somebody that's really broke into the side. In terms of them, we brought in fairly good signings. It's just that... They're all bloody injured. Uh, blow, blow Middlewood Road up and start again for me. Um, it's cursed. 
I'm sure that there was some reports on Middlewood Road that came out during Carlos's years it's, about it's the. For, it's been a thing for twenty plus. Yeah, the ground that yeah. it's, it's on or something is far too hard. It's been wow. something for twenty plus. It, I, we, it there's something not right since. Yeah, since I can remember. Yeah, since I can remember. Now we've had injury, and especially last six years, it's been. Ridiculous. Luongo had never had an injury before he comes to Sheffield Wednesday. Neither had Harley Dean, mate. You know what I mean? the place. Harley Dean, Kieran Lee seems to be all right at Bolton for the rest, you know. He still makes me sad. It's not normal. It's not not, Tyrese John Jill. He's 20 years old. He played for Doncaster last season, played for Blackpool first half of this season or whatever, comes to Hillsborough, plays 10 minutes, and he's injured. Um, it's got to be something bigger than the coaching, hasn't it? Because yeah. they've gone through how many physical coaches have they gone through now? And yeah. this is sort of this is sort of gone from the mid nineties. You know, Vim Young coming in, the the Donnellys coming in. But you then, know. It, but then if you look at it, the the player that's played the most minutes in the last five years, Bannon, mm. very rarely out injured, is it? Yeah, it's bizarre. You know what I mean? So he's the one who's probably trained the most and yeah. played the most, and yeah. very rare. So. It, it's all good, isn't it, to say it's the training facility, but it can't be, can it, really? You, you can pick players out, can't you? Who I don't have, know, I haven't got a clue. You can pick players out who have not had, uh, uh, like, Palmer. You're saying uh, Bannon. I don't think Palmer's been out with any sort of length of time with, with injuries. That's what it is. That's what it is. So they know that when it comes to Middlewood Road running lengths, they go, Oh, boss, I've got a a, a twisted army. I can't. You know what I mean? I've seen enough of this. He always trains on one half of the pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, superstitious. I mean, maybe we get Paul Smith on again, who used to be Wednesday physio, and just grill him about it. Maybe we speak to Paul and see. You know what? That's that's actually a really good idea. We'll uh, we'll hit him up, uh, see what he's got to say about it because like yeah. i said this would have happened during his dad yeah. and his tenure yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, i'd love to know now we don't work for the club anymore what he actually feels about it you know what yeah, i mean yeah. that'd be yeah. that'd be quite yeah. interesting but i i mean there was a there was a thing i i, I think i mentioned it a few years ago on here that there, there was a, a mate of ours he um he's a top-end physio and uh and he went to arsenal um uh arson wenger got him in and said look can you do some kind of audit on our training facilities and our training regimes and all the rest of it. And he said, listen, if you carry on the way you are, these players are going to get broken. You know what I mean? Because it was all archaic. And it's shocking because it was Arsenal, because it was Arsenal who really changed the game in terms of dietitian and, and, and all the rest of it and, and welfare for the player. And, uh, and Arsenal said, well, get, get in the bin. See you later. Thanks, thanks for your feedback. You know what I mean? And then I don't even remember they had, I'm going back a good few years now. It might be eight, nine. They um they had a real injury crisis on the back of it, and then uh, that mate of ours ended up going back to work there. You know what I mean? He ended up going, getting called back in, and then uh, you know they they went on to Arsenal it up everywhere. And I wonder if 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 we're doing some really archaic old school movement techniques and all the rest of it that some players just can't do. Because bear in mind, you know, players are trained as a team. You know what I mean? This, this needs right lads. You're going to do this, right lads. You're going to do that, right lads. You're going to do that. Apart from maybe special teams, you'd refer to them as like the goalies. They do their own training, but maybe each individual player and their body and their capabilities needs to do a certain type of training. Some people like you know uh, the you know the stretching with the movement. I can't remember what it's called. Steve, you you must know. Come on, I'm talking bollocks now. 
But then in it the same for different managers. So you've got foreign managers that come in, Carlos and such mm. like. That and mm. and then you've got the old school British managers who, we, who've got to train differently, and you still aren't getting the same results. We had, we had Tony we had Tony Strudrick here as well, didn't we? Exactly. We, 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 had, we, we, we had different managers, different strength and conditioning coaches, fitness coaches, whatever. We, we've had different players. So what's the common denominator? Is, is it the Hillsborough pitch, for example? Is the undersoil eating underneath too hard? We dug the whole pitch up, didn't we? I mean, we literally yeah. took it down to the foundations six years ago and, and replaced then, uh, it. And, and then we had a season where we ruined two of the best players we've seen in a Sheffield Wednesday shirt in Hooper and Lee. And then just, uh, and then we had 11 players out. You could Our starting 11 was literally injured. Like You know what I mean? It, 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 oh, it's, what, it's, what could it be? I mean, is it the point that if the place is chuffing cursed? No, it's, I don't know. It's madness. It's it's beyond um, a coincidence that the number, like I said, the number of players that, it's not just the same players that are breaking down. It's people that we're bringing, it's people that have been at club for a week and stuff like that. Bear in mind. People that have been here a long time. Bear in mind in the 90s, a lot of the players used to cool down by going to Hanrahan's and having seven or eight pints. Hanrahan's was a bar near the, the uh, Hallamshire Hospital. Tell us another one, Granddad. Yeah, get yeah, yeah. Hang on, and let they, me get they, me Werther's originals yeah. before you carry on about the 90s. Yeah, they used to go, their, their cool downs was, was five or six pints after 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 training. You know, and then, they, and then they, they got on a bus and just paid shilling and eight just they, to get along. They paid two tuppence. <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's there wasn't the sort of um, diet, diets that they were running now and, and the sort of uh, the drinks and the cool downs and the warm downs and the ice baths. And we didn't have those. All right, the, the games probably weren't as uh, rigorous as they are now. But at the end of the day, we didn't have those sort of injuries. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think it all ba- it, it all balances itself out. I've been listening to you for a couple of minutes. I don't think it's a coincidence, if I'm honest with you. I don't think it's a curse. Um, I, 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 <laughs> I don't, if I'm honest with you, um, I think if there was something untoward in terms of the training regime that was going under whatever uh, coaching organisation or company that we were talking at the company, sorry, I've been working today, uh, uh, sort of coaching uh, setup that we... Uh, we, we brought in, we'd have heard about it. Somebody would have come out, out the 200 people that have been injured in the last five years, somebody would have stepped up and gone, the coach, uh, the, the, the training shit, the, the ground shit, there's a problem with that, there's a problem with that, there's a problem with that. I'd argue that in 2022, in modern day football, at a club like Sheffield Wednesday, I would question how many people are actually injured, if I'm honest with you. I, I'll, I'll say it now. I'm not, I'm not suggesting for a second that we haven't got 11 players out at the moment but I'll call it. I'll, I'll say it. You're, you're not telling me that there are players over the last five years that have legitimate. Every single player has been legitimately injured. I mm. think it's contractual things. I think there, there, there's incentive-based payoffs. If this player plays 20 games this uh, this season, that's going to be a problem. Um, I'm not saying that's widespread. I'm not saying it's wholesale. And I, I, I would argue. You heard it. I, I, I'm going to do some Jim White bit of journalism on oh, you now, no, Steve. So, are you telling me, Stevie, that you're saying that there are players that pretend to be angels? <laughs> I'm not quite sure where you're going with this accent. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> great, Jim White impression, that you rat bastard. I think you're right. I think it does happen. I think oh, there was, yeah, a, there was yeah. a bit we, in we, uh, listen, Michael listen. Owen's book. Do you remember? 
Listen, we are all football fans of varying ages, of varying experience. One thing that we've all got in common that we get on so well with, or two things, apart from Ben, be, uh, beer and football. We all love it. Yeah. And we get together, we, we, we chat, we, we meet or we have a laugh and so on and so forth. But the reality is whatever level of football we've played at, however many games we go to, we aren't sitting behind the scenes at Sheffield Wednesday. No. We're not sitting behind the scenes at Manchester United, Arsenal, Liverpool and, and having to listen to these agents and these people that are talking. We're football fans doing a football fan podcast. We, well, we, to we, be honest, we love to what be we're honest, talking Stevie. about at the club. I would argue that Ben likes football because he started supporting Sheffield Wednesday around 2006, 2007. So, you know what I mean? What the fuck does he know? You know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got his mum and dad to blame. Maybe I know. It must, be that. That. <laughs> must be that. Right then, listen to Fudge. Uh, coming up next, uh, we've got Burton away. Always a difficult ground to go to. Ash, what are you saying? Uh, well, I'm going for my sins again. So, I've never been there. Um, me and Simon are uh, going to be on the beer all day and watching the Mighty Owls at Burton. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd, obviously, I know jack shit about Burton, the place, the team, any of the I think, players. I think most of us are finding that oh, with this league anyway, Jim, mate. But, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Floyd, is he still in charge? I couldn't tell you. Um, so is they so are currently 10th in the league. Yeah, they I know they're just behind us. I knew seven that. points behind us. Uh, and we it, it is, I assume, one of our game in hands because we're both on 28. So, um, yeah. you know, it's a tight one again. Another middle table team, which we seem to be dispatching, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then think, it's the bottom half teams that we seem to be struggling with. Well, we've got um, the last two games we've not conceded. And the last time we did that was the start of the season that we didn't concede to go in one, two games and didn't concede. So obviously the first five games we uh, we won four and drew one, didn't we? So we didn't concede there. So that's a it's a good stat. So Gosh, I don't, I don't know. Have, you, have you got that tattooed on you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but uh, I think for me, you hear Burton, you think that oh, should be easy, shouldn't it? But obviously we've thought about that other teams in this league and, and being a bit blasé about it. So um, hopefully, obviously, going to be a win. Um, Maybe a 2 0. 2 0. If we get an early goal, like obviously um, against Ipswich, uh, obviously that probably just, if we get an early goal, we've been guilty of not playing very well in the opening 20 minutes. And I think that's changed a little bit. I think we have. Yeah, we I, have I, I think you're right. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd agree with you on that, Smash. And now, well, Ben. Yeah, I'm going to go for 2 0. Sorry. Go on. 2 0. Smash says yeah. 2 0. Ben, this, this game I will always remember for being the day that a lot of Wednesday fans turned on Lee Bullen. After he picked up after picked up the reins after Carlos, uh, you know you think, oh, good Burton, we'll smash them. Uh, you know, something about Nigel Clough probably again. Uh, what do you reckon? Um, it's one we need to be looking at winning to to close that gap to the top six. Um, yeah, but what do you reckon? One one. One all. He's gone for a, He's gone for a tentative one all draw, Stevie. What about you, Sen? Um, Sen. Yeah. Sen things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I. I think we've got to win it. I think I think we're in a similar situation, ironically, to the, to the one we were in against Ipswich last week. Um, that we we said earlier that was must win. I'm, I'm not saying necessarily this is must win, but we we're starting to build that momentum now, aren't we? Two clean sheets, six points out of six. Um, it's I think it's a game we should have played Boxing Day. Is that right? We should have played them on Boxing Day or between Christmas and New Year. Um, so that's where it's come from. They're actually doing really well at the minute. 
Um, they, 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 they've lost one out of the last five or six, I think. Well, they've um, lost one in really... five, uh, drawn two, one, two. Yeah, so it's, it's not going to be a pushover. It's the kind of game you go to. It, it, it's going to be the type of ground like a Morecambe or a, an Accrington. You know, the places where we've gone and either struggled at, for, for entirety of game or we've struggled at phases of games and we've needed to sort of hold our nerves when, uh, you know, the home crowd get around and, and, and what have you. Um, I'd like to think we'll have enough to win. I'd like to think we'll kick on and have a bit more momentum um, coming out of it. I think we've after after Saturday, we've got two massive games. I think the two games after that are going to be absolutely season-defining, I'll call it now. Yeah, that's, why, that's up... why I'm hoping for a win, Steve. Just, just purely, if we get a win on Saturday and then a point from either of them games, then I think uh, I'd be happy-ish. I think... If you look at it like that, I think if we, if we got five points out of the next nine, we wouldn't necessarily be disappointed. Um, if we got seven points, we'd be happy. If we got nine points, we'd be thinking we're going to win the league again. We are going to win the league. <laughs> so go on then, Steve. Go on, what are you uh, saying? Scrappy, narrow victory. Scrappy, narrow victory. So there's a, there's a whole range there, Simon. You've got tentative draw, absolute smash and 18. Scrappy, narrow, narrow victory. How are you feeling? You're bang right with saying the, the first 20, 15, 20 minutes are really important because we, 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 the number of teams we've not put to the sword where we've played them off the park. So we do need to get a goal fairly quickly. Um, they, they, they've, we've, we've, we've won 12, they've won 11, um, but they've lost more than us because we've had a lot of draws. Um, there's a fair number of points between us. I, I, I'm hoping for a 2-0, 2-1 probably. Um, Jimmy Floyd Asabank is still their manager, by the way. <laughs> All that time you remained quiet, we wondered what you were doing. And it's nice that you've uh, opened the range of what you're searching for on the internet. So that's nice, isn't it's, it's, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A different type of Dutch striker. Yeah, it's uh, it, with with the two two games coming up, and I I hate saying it, and I don't know if you'll agree with me, but I do really think on current form, Rotherham are going to spank us. Hey, I, I tell you what, I, I nearly I, asked I, I earlier on. I nearly I, asked. We're seeing a lot of I, these big score lines in this league. Six and fives and seven. Where's ours? I, I, I don't think they will. I think they'll come expecting to, and I think their fans Sunderland expect to now. as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, we beat, we got beat by some. I don't know, yeah. I think, I don't think Rotherham will. I think it, 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 it I don't, I think we'll, we'll put a fight up against them, but they will expect Peters. Lads, 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 let's save it yeah. till next week, mate. Yeah, but, save it till next week. <laughs> but, but we've got, yeah, exactly right. We've got to get this one out of the way. And bear in mind, we've got Wigan on Tuesday. At home. This is it. I think that, I think that yeah. there is a big decision to be made if I was Darren Moore and it relies on one player. He rested him against Morecambe. Right. And it, does no, he play no. him against Burton or does he keep no. him back for Wigan and Millers? Keeps him for Wigan and Millers. He shouldn't. I don't Steve, think he should. Steve, Steve, I want, we, I want we've already lost wind, Aston Dean. He cannot afford to lose long I, as well. I we don't, we, we don't play him. If, we, if we don't win against... Sorry, Steve. If we don't play him and don't win against Burton, then what? You you've got to play as much. You you've got to. You've got to get points on the board, haven't you? You've got to yeah. play... Yeah. I know rotation, and obviously it was vindicated Tuesday night with uh, resting him. Yeah. And I, I do. I thought... <laughs> Half Who's... of me want him to be arrested because on paper it's supposedly an easier game than Wigan Rotherham, but you've got to put out the team, your best team available to win that upcoming Burton game. Is, Burton is an easy game, so really, actually, you should be playing him because you need those three yeah. points. It's who we plays at the back. 
It's who he plays at the back because he seems to have brought, he seems to have Brennan seems to have disappeared back in back backwards now. So he, he might he's get a, a chance now. He's a centre back, isn't he? He is a centre back. So do we play you know Hutch Brennan and uh, Story now? Well, I for one, uh, one, I for one, am absolutely fascinated by who we play now because uh, there was a lot of head nodding and head shaking during that entire Luongo conversation. So uh, I'm really excited now to see who's right and who's a bloody idiot. <laughs> well, I've got quite, I've got, I've got quite, I've got quite a few tweets to put out in the next couple of days for yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the subject questions and. Polls and stuff. So uh... yeah, just put bread cake in everyone, though, please. Because I, t- I tell you what, listen, I need to explain that. Somebody asked me about it the other day. He said, Dan, what is, what is it where you said bread cake? Uh, I've just got uh, an issue with dead patter. And you know that tweet that comes out every about two weeks ago, what's this called? Where you're from? And it's always a picture of a, a cob, bread cake, bap, whatever. You know what I mean? And then there's, there's other ones. Hey, yeah, alleyway. What's this called? Alleyway or Ginnell. And there's always that one. What's this the called? Dog, you know, when you give shit, somebody. Alley. When you give somebody a lift on the back of your bike or on the on your handlebars, what's that called? Uh, you know, it's just dead patter. We're bored of it. And especially like some other podcasts putting out, who's the best striker, Andy Booth or David Hurst? Yeah, you know, nobody gives a shit. Oh, oh, we did that. Didn't we do Bannon and Sheridan? And <laughs> I, yeah, genu- I genuinely thought that that was tongue-in-cheek. I thought I we'd done think, that as a gag. I don't think we did. I think Simon did. I did, and, and, and to this date, it is the best motor interacted social media yeah. post that the podcast has ever done. I thank you. <laughs> Tweet of the year last year. That's me done. That's me done now. That's going to be on my gravestone. It to say on my gravestone, who is better, Bannon or Sheridan? Bread cake. All right. Can I? Can I? Oh, are you going to sell us something, Steve? No. Can I just say one thing? I I I don't know if anybody else has seen it. I know Dan's about to sign off. Um, For all the injury stuff that we've talked about tonight, and for all the the worries that we've got about centre half, uh, I don't know if anybody else has seen the 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 thing that dropped on YouTube tonight of Iorfa back in training. Um, Well, he did actually say that Iorfa and also Dunkley are on grass. That's yeah, what so the words he, were. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever it takes for him to come back, yeah. Hey, oh, hey, that's it exciting. Does, does the, and he also he said just, that Gregory, nice and he also said that Gregory's inju- injury wasn't as bad. It's actually bruising, not a broken foot, broken toe. Yeah, broken toe, yeah. Which is odd because I actually saw him last week. While I was having my haircut last week, he was, and he was moonwalking down Shirevale. He, he was having his haircut at the side of me, and I said, "Are you going to score on Saturday?" And he said, "I hope so." And yet, apparently, he hurt his foot when we played Oxford, so he obviously knew about it. Liars, mate! These bloody footballers contracts, coming in, coming contracts, in contracts, contracts. Yeah, contracts. There, you go. there you go. Get him signed up. I've got this <laughs> weirdo off at podcast asking me questions. Yeah, oh, mate. I was like, "Is that Gregory?" Is that Gregory? I can't work out who it is. Gregory, he just didn't. He, he come Gregory. in with his scruffy grey tracksuit and these really shitty trainers. And I'm going. It just looks like him. It must just mate, look that like was, him. Yeah, you go a long way. Him. You go a long way for an haircut, say. Jesus. What? Well, well, how else is he going to do his stalking? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what that I tell you what that is, Simon. That's reminiscent of when I met David Bates in the uh, in the players and family room at uh, at Hampden Park. He'd got picked for the Scotland team, and I thought, right, I'm going to get, I'm going to go up to him. I'm going to say hello. And there's all these families. They've just been spanked by Russia and all. And there's all these families, and uh, you know, Andy Robertson's family are the most scouse family. You will ever see. You know what I mean. I don't even know if they're scouts heritage, but they just, you know, just they just look it. You know what, what I mean. What shell suits and curly wigs? All of it. 
the whole thing, mate. A full nine and yards. I do, sorry, I do apologise to anyone listening that's uh, from Liverpool. No, yeah, yeah. Perpetuated no, stereotypes since 1984. Yeah, and then Ben, Robert Snodgrass, I swear to God, you're taller than him. Oh, he's a freebie him now, and he's just been really... Oh, he can get in the bin. Uh, he's, oh, you know, he's oh, been... Horrible, horrible, man. And and then, and so anyway, I walked with David Bates and I had a lot of Iron Brew and vodka because I drink that now. And uh, <laughs> so I got Steve Clark to walk up and go, I went, uh, this, this lad here does a Wednesday podcast or summit. Can you speak to him? And I got, and the geezer's like six inches taller than me. And I'm a big guy. And, I, and very rarely do I talk to people like this. You know what I mean? And um, and I went, hello, David Bates. Uh, what, he's not played for us. Do you know what I mean? I've not seen him kick a fucking football. What do I say? I went, he, played, he played against Rotherham in the League Cup. Yeah. Uh, so I just went. And he was quite good at football. I just went. What do I know about footballers? I just said, I hope it works out for you, Dave. See you later. <laughs> Sashayed away. Cheers, Steve. Thanks for that. That was lovely. That was really nice. Like, you know what I mean? But anyway, listen, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, let's uh, let's cheer on the boys against Burton. I nearly said Burton and Hove Albion. That would have been a good soundbite, wouldn't it? See you later. <laughs> the Wednesday week. Five friends, one football club. And about six jokes they just repeat over and over and over and over and over. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.